Welcome to Lance's Miscellaneous Items and Things. But my favorite moment has to be when Mir and Xavion infiltrate the Overlord Sanctum. But then... Ah, oh, Galila, why? That's one of the most depressing parts in the entire series. Mir and Xavion belong together, but then they're separated. And for the next book and a half, Xavion thinks Mir is dead. I know, but Vera's character arc when she won't give up on Mir just shows how strong their bond is. It's heartbreaking. But the good kind of heartbreaking? What good kind of heartbreaking is that? This book has not only broken my heart, it's shattered it, ripped it out of my body, and trampled all over it. I swear on the Constellation Collective, if Nellie dies in the next book, I don't know if I'll be able to keep reading. Layla. Oh, look what a wonderful pen. Don't you think so, Periwinkle? Why don't we all just pay attention to the pen? Does Nellie die? Damn it, Satan, you weren't supposed to guess that. No! I know, I know, I'm sorry. But in all honesty, I don't believe you. How could anyone willingly stop reading T.O.M. after the first chapter? <sighs> yes, I suppose, Layla. Why did you do this to me? Why did you get me so invested in this plot and the future of these fictional characters? Why do you make me suffer through the torture of not knowing what will happen next? Why? Once you read as many series as I do, you get used to it. I don't want to get used to it. I want the next book. That's fair, but isn't the wait sort of thrilling? Once you know, then you know, and rereading it is never the same as not knowing what plot twist comes next. Besides, I don't want the series to ever end. I wish there... Wow, it's official. All right, final bite, what's official? The two of you have been talking about technological enhancements and other myths for the past seven hours. No, we have. Oh, my devil, we have. Wow. I don't even know what to say about that. Well, I do. You guys are obsessed. Hey. We're just dedicated. No, yeah, we're obsessed. 100% not a doubt in the universe. Mm-hmm. And while the two of you were nerding out, I had to deal with the old banshees who couldn't hear anything. Come on, Periwinkle. It's not nice to call them banshees. You misunderstood. They were actual banshees. Oh. Well, I guess that explained all the shrieking. Yep. So if all you're going to do is rant for the rest of the day, then I think you should call it a day and close the shop early. So that way I can just... Hello. Welcome, I'm Zayden. Say, do I know you from somewhere? No, you probably don't. Hey, I'm Leela. That's Periwinkle. This is the shop. How can I help you? Pleasure to meet you all. I noticed your fine institution, and I was wondering if you had, uh, let's see, parchment, ink, quills, a typewriter, a telescope, two astro mirrors, a map of the waters of wrath and all other planets a part of the constellation collective any spare starfire melted metal scraps that can withstand light speed leaping book 11 of um hold on <laughs> slow your roll there i don't even remember the first six things here's a thought why don't you just go look for it yourself <sighs> 
I still have no possible idea why your parents thought it would be a good idea to leave you in charge of the shop. They're normally sane. Typewriters, astromirrors, and metal that must stand light speed leaping. Are you writing a book by any chance? Why, indeed, I am. How very perceptive of you. Oh, hey, that's awesome. What's your book about? Well, it's actually not the first one. I've written several books in the past, mainly about astronomy and philosophy. I'm about to begin writing the next one in my series. <gasps> A universal guide to the universe? You're the Esme Geller? Yes, I am. I wasn't aware you knew my work. Know it? I worship it! Your books taught me everything I know about lightspeed travel, the finitude of the infinity, and so much more. I'm flattered you think so highly of me. Thank you. I completely understand if you refuse, but would you maybe be willing to give me a sneak peek into what the next book's going to be about, perhaps? I suppose I could, but you have to promise not to tell anyone else. That goes for you two as well. I promise! Same here. Who would I even tell? Very well. For my next book, I shall be traveling far and wide amongst several galaxies and interviewing philosophers to see what defines morality to them. <laughs> that is the coolest thing I've ever had! Have you already done some of the interviews? Actually, I have. I figured if I'm already back on the Isle of Illusions, why not find some philosophers? There's an oracle philosopher who has a caravan and a camel a little ways away from here who had some very interesting thoughts. I tried to talk with more beings, but as you can imagine, they didn't take me very seriously. That sucks. Why wouldn't they take you seriously? I barely know what you're saying most of the time, which means you're most likely the smartest person I've ever met. Leela, you're smart. Yeah, but not about smart things. To answer your question, some people don't take me seriously as an astronomer, philosopher, and writer because I'm an ogre. Well, that's just plain stupid. Since I started running a store, I've learned a lot about ridiculousness of stereotypes, and people really just need to grow out of them already. I agree wholeheartedly with that sentiment. In fact, that's one of the reasons my books are so momentous. An ogre as a successful author, practically unheard of. Everyone figures we're all strong, stupid brutes who enjoy beating people up and th can't think for themselves, but they couldn't be more wrong. We're a cultured race of beings with stories and art and family and societal structures and so much more. Most ogres I know have given up on trying to fight people's assumptions, but I was never one to go with the grain. Being different from what was expected of me was my whole motivation for writing, for learning, for persisting, and my favorite thing about being a universally renowned author is inspiring others not to fall under society's assumptions as well, and showing them that they could do anything they set their minds to. That was incredibly moving. That just goes to show what a spectacular author you really are. Hey, you should write a book about that. I know I'd read it. I haven't read your books, but I'm sure they're amazing. It's horrible that some people don't believe in you. It's their loss after all. Yeah, I'd almost pity any philosopher who 
didn't wouldn't want to be featured in your book if they weren't such jerks. Thank you all. You've been very kind and sympathetic. I had no intention to share my life story, and I apologize if it was a bit too personal. No reason to apologize. I can go get the stuff you asked for. I'm sure Zayden would love to share a riddle with you in the meantime. <gasps> How could I forget? How could you remind him? Leela, you've already managed to deprive me of riddles for a full week. That week was paradise. Well, you're not in paradise anymore. I'm going to tell as many riddles as I want, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. <sighs> if you're quite finished, here's today's riddle. Logical and refined, you can you have quite a mind. Capable and witty, you could run a society. Um, that's a good one. The answer wouldn't happen to be intelligent, now would it? It most certainly would. Good job. Hmm, how fitting. I agree. Do your riddles always relate to what happened in the day? I'm psychic. Honestly, not surprised. You're truly psychic? How intriguing. Please, tell me everything you feel comfortable sharing. What's the extent of your abilities? When did you first realize you were psychic? Were you born with this power or did it develop? If it developed, did anything in particular cause it? I'm afraid I don't have all the answers you're looking for. Sorry. Uh, no worries. I'm simply too curious for my own good. Alright, Esme. I believe this is all you asked for before Leela cut you off. Here we have parchment, ink, quills, a typewriter, a telescope, two astromirrors, all the maps we had for planets in the Constellation Collective, and three spare star-file-melded metal pieces. I'm astonished you had it all. Thank you so much. Of course. I believe that'll be... Carry the three. Ah, uh, no matter. Just take this. I assume that's enough? We can't take this much. Consider it nothing more than a local author supporting a homeowned store. Local? You mean you're from around here? Indeed. I can't believe it. One of my favorite authors of all time is from the Isle of Illusions, and I didn't know until now. Well, I need some mysteries from my readers. It was good to meet you all. You too. I'll be sure to read your books now. This was the best day of my life. I'm honored, and now I bid you adieu. Well, she was great. I... Did that really just happen? Yep. I... 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 Uh... I think he was in shock. I can fix that. Leela, step away. We do not punch our friends. Wasn't gonna punch him. Just gonna slap him? Still now. Fine. At least let me yell at him. Well, guess it couldn't hurt. Yes. Ah, <clears throat> ah, ah. Oh. Zayden! Snap out of it! Ah. There's no need to yell! Well, it worked, didn't it?
were acting like a jackalope who'd been stunned by a magic user of some sort. As if jackalopes aren't already stupid enough. I just met one of the greatest authors of all time. You think my reaction would be understandable, especially to someone who loves books as much as you do. I mean, if I ever met the author of TOM, I'd probably just tell them to never stop writing the series. Seconded. But you should really try out Esme's books. Her commentary on philosophical matters are only rivaled by her immense knowledge of the galaxies beyond. You know... I just might. Usually philosophy and astronomy aren't my favorite topics, but I bet Esme is the only one who can manage to make them interesting. I want to read them too. I'm particularly interested in her new one. Morality has always been a multifaceted topic I'd love to look more into. Well, you're both in luck, because I own all her books, and I can lend them to you. I even have a signed copy of Volume 4. That one is truly out of this world. Awesome. Remember to bring them tomorrow. I wouldn't forget. Ah, yes, because your memory is so impeccable. Just like that one time when... Okay, okay, I see your point. No need to bring that up. Wait, what happened? Well, a couple months back. And about. See you tomorrow with the books that I won't forget. Bye, Satan. Goodbye. Great. Now that he's gone, I can start recording. Can I do that wrap-up thing you always do before you turn off Vincent? Sure. Okay, so uh, today was pretty exciting, considering we met Esme Geller, the famous writer of the series, A Universal Guide to the Universe. So we'll have to see if the next recording beats the high standards that this one has set. If you haven't read Esme's books, we highly suggest you do at your earliest convenience. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Amazing job. Now you just stop recording. And how do I do that? That is a very good question. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been Lance's Miscellaneous Items and Things, produced by Timestorm Studios. This episode was written by Elena Chitzilias and directed by Lila Butterworth. The role of Leela was played by Tony Rose McCabe. The role of Periwinkle was played by Daniel Keskin. The role of Zayden was played by Milo Kylie Miller, and the role of Esme was played by Olivia M. And the original music was composed by Milo Kylie Miller. Visual design by Anya Mothor. And for more information and updates, you can find our website at bit.ly slash lmitpod. Another awesome way to support us is by word of mouth. Please, tell your intergalactic pen pal to download some episodes before they head back to their home planet. You can also rate us or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, as well as follow us on Spotify. If you do find yourself ranting about a certain topic for seven hours, you're most likely obsessed, not just dedicated. And that's a wrap, Vincent. <laughs>